podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. The boys are back with another quick take, hot take. This time, it is still just me, Scott, uh, giving you guys the rundown on the K-State versus the number 23 Texas Tech Red Raiders. Before we get into it, as always, the show and the entire Armchair Media Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code Chair for your 100% deposit match up $2,000. Hey, you got some uh, championship Sunday in the NFL. You got all sorts of college basketball, all sorts of stuff to gamble on. Never been a better time to get over there to my bookie. All right, well, uh, as always with the quick take hot takes, I'm coming to you from uh, halftime of the game and, uh, you know, it's same story, different game uh, in a lot of aspects. Uh, K-State went over four minutes before scoring uh, their first points, and Texas Tech got up to a 10-point lead. Now, there's enough stuff that has happened that I can play the metaphorical good cop, bad cop with myself. Um, Mike McGurl, whether you want to believe the ESPN Plus broadcast crew uh, with concussion symptoms or if you want to listen to the radio broadcast saying a wrist injury, regardless, there is no Mike McGurl today. So you got to see Dejuan Gordon with his first ever start. Now, we touched on this on the show uh, earlier this week. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to it. But Bruce Weber in the post game of that Texas game, uh, came out and said that, hey, Dejuan is going to be the future leader of this team. He is going to be the next great leader of KC. I think I, I'm editorialized. I don't know if he called him the next great leader. But then he also was one of the players who was available for media availability before this game versus Texas Tech. And he was asked a handful of questions about becoming a leader uh, and being the leader of this big freshman class. And he said it just really comes down to that's always been his personality. And then when asked about, you know, why he feels the need to start stepping up now, he said, I'm tired of losing. That's the mentality that you want to see from one of the young guys stepping up and him getting his first career start. That is a plus. Now, like I said, I can play good cop, bad cop this entire, you know, halftime cut in because Dejuan, while it's great he wants to become the leader, it's great that he wants to become one of the guys that this team depends on. He only got two points. He turned the ball over, and his two points came from the free throw line, not even from the field goal. Um, had a very uh, inexperienced foul early in the game, which caused Bruce to 
pull him out and probably get him to calm down a little bit. Granted, when he came back in, he played solid defense. You can see the emotion, the passion, and the energy this kid plays with. Um, We've been saying it probably all basketball season long when talking about Dejuan Gordon. You can see the raw skill, the desire, the emotion, uh, the energy, the you know all the quote unquote intangibles. But eventually, we're going to have to get to the point where he starts putting performances together and truly makes a difference on the stat sheet. Um, so far, that is not the case. You still have a whole second half. Uh, and quite frankly, it's not like anyone was truly elite in that first half anyways. So I'm hoping when I come back post-game, I get to talk about how great of a half Dejuan Gordon had. Um, if we want to talk about, uh, you know, again, another good cop, bad cop situation, you look to Cartier Jada. Uh, what both Grant and I talked about uh, last episode was how much we're going to be keying in on Cartier Jada for rest of this season, because there's going there, there are straight up there are questions whether or not he'll be back for his senior season. There's questions on if he is going to kind of mail it in. He marches to the beat of his own drum, um, and you could see that going off the rails um, if results, you know, personally and for the team don't come around um he has 10 points in the first half that is awesome he is three of five from the field that is great but four turnovers some of them just lackadaisical just bad turnovers again those are the type of things those small things that we didn't see from the leaders last year from the big minutes last year that was the difference in all these wins and losses. Uh, and and I, you don't want to put it all on just one guy, but when you look at that first half, the good with the very obvious bad, um, you're not going to win games versus good teams in the Big 12, which Texas Tech still is a good team. They're still one of, if not the best defensive teams in the nation. And when you're struggling to score, uh, that's not great. Um, Xavier Sneed, six points, but he went a very long time without even shooting a shot. Um, just not what you want. Another thing you don't want is giving up 37 points to Texas Tech in that first half. Um, you gave up six offensive rebounds. You're giving them extra opportunities, extra bites of the apple. Again, that's not something you can do when your margin for error is so little on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you let Texas Tech shoot uh, 83% from uh, free throw, 55% from three, 47% from the field. You're not with the way Texas Tech plays defense and the way we play offense. That's not a recipe for winning. Again, uh, the good cop, bad cop side of this, you turn them over 12 times. That's already above their season average. Um, so you're getting chances. You're just not taking advantage of it. Um, we're com- going into the second half, and K-State has four dudes with two fouls. McCall Maywean, no surprise, uh, did not have many minutes. That That's just the least shocking thing. Uh, of the game. Xavier Sneed has two. Uh, Montavious Murphy has two. Antonio Gordon has two. 
Um, credit to Bruce, and I, I think because Mike McGurl was out, he didn't really have much of an option. He let Xavier Sneed play six full minutes with two fouls before right at the end bringing in Pearson McAtee uh, to close out the half to prevent him getting the third. Um, my guess is, uh, you know, Bruce is going to have to play some people with three fouls. Um, and again, it... I don't know. You see the moments, and I, I and I think this is where basketball season is going to continue to be so frustrating. You see flashes, you see the talent there, um, and then you just can't string together full game performances or game to game performances, and that's why K State is where they are right now. Um, one thing that I will say, and Bruce will take a lot of heat for rest of the season and all off season. Bruce is not going to have a very fun, probably 10, 11 months when it comes to fan approval, but you can see how bad he wants this. And he wants to see the guys continue to grow, compete and win. He went ballistic rightfully. So on a horrible, uh, charge call while Texas tech was in the restricted area. He just went nuts. He got the technical, you're not going to have to worry about Bruce mailing it in. And, you know, at least right now, I you don't see this team giving in. And that's not enough. I get it. Uh, and we laid out what we wanted to see for us this season in the last show we did. Um, so I'm not going to be championing, uh, you know, not quitting as a moral victory. Because that's, quite frankly, not good enough. Uh, but... It is if you're going to be watching K State basketball, um, it's good to see them continue to fight and not just mail it in. So uh, I'm gonna sign off. I'll be back at the end of the game to talk about it. Only down seven. Um, outplayed Texas Tech. If you throw out the first four minutes, if you're trying to cherry pick stuff to try to find uh, hope for the second half, I hope I get to come back and talk about the first Big 12 win and a ranked win. Um, Another one for Bruce Weber. He already holds the record for all-time top 25 wins for a K-State coach. Hopefully he finds a way to add to that. Um, but regardless, I will uh, talk to you guys you know, in two seconds on this pod and about 25 minutes in real time. So uh, go Cats and let's see what they can do in the second half. Boys, our bad game is over. K-State loses 77-63. That 14-point loss I don't think is truly indicative of the game. But, hey, uh, there are no moral victories. You don't get to claim uh, big positives when you lose at home by 14 points. K-State did take the lead. They were up. uh, What was the exact score? They got up 46-45 and from that moment on it was a you know a 32 to like 17 run to end the game 
uh, for Texas Tech. That's just not good enough. Um, it's it's disheartening. Um, you see the moments. You see you see how good they can be, but this team just has so many struggles, uh, so many issues that I they're just not going to be fixed. Um, I I think that we're on the verge of seeing the worst record uh, in the modern era of K-State basketball. I think the, uh, you know, the long streak of having a home-winning record um, is definitely uh, in danger. Um, it's, it's just not great. You watch that game, and I'll, I'll get to some of the positives here in a second, but there's a lack of communication. There's a lack of trust. There's a lack of understanding um, in the entire team. There was no less than five times where K-State lost out on a rebound because they weren't communicating. They were fighting each other, and then uh, the ball squirted loose, and Texas Tech ended up with it. There was at least three or four times where they would be running into each other in the uh, backcourt, frontcourt, and then that led to a turnover. Um lack of communication on defensive switches just just things that we have not uh become used to seeing after you know four straight years of seemingly good communication sound defensive play um and it's just it's 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 growing pains it's uh lack of maturity it's lack of communication um just lack of I don't want to say effort because the effort was there, but just lacking so much. Um, if we want to get to some point where we talk about some positives, you saw moments from some of these young guys. Montavious Murphy ended up with 11 points uh, because he cleaned up at the free throw line. He was getting in positions where he was getting fouled in the act of shooting because um, he only registered two field goal attempts. Um, every other time he went up, he got fouled hard and he hit his free throws. That is a great positive. You also saw him ending up with five rebounds. Another great positive from his game. If you look at Dejuan Gordon, he got two assists, four points, um, left a little bit to be desired uh, in his debut, his first time uh, starting. But you can see how he wants to be the guy. You can see the way he communicates in between timeouts, the way he's trying to hype folks up, the fact that he's going 100 miles an hour. Um, the effort's there. It's going to come along. Uh, it's just not going to come along fast enough for this year. Again, I'm afraid this is going to be a broken record where we say so many of the same things, the same tropes all basketball season. Um, but it is what it is. Um, Bruce Weber hardly played McCall Maywean at all in that second half. He didn't start. He started with uh, Levi Stockard, who, credit to Levi, had a decent game. He gave you a lot of good minutes, picked up five points, um, three rebounds. So you uh, saw him go away from McCall Maywean. There may be... Uh, news to come out later. There might have been an injury. I'm not sure because I I don't think in McCall Maywean's time he's ever been a scratch to the extent that he was. I only recall him getting in 
you know, for, you know, maybe two minutes in that second half. He ended up with no points, no rebounds, three fouls, uh, 0 for 2 from the field. So I, I'm almost to the point where I'm thinking that the May Call or McCall May Ween era may be over at K State. I think Bruce is getting to the point where he would re- prefer to just die with Levi and the young guys than continue on with McCall Mayween. Um, I would stay tuned to your typical journalistic uh, folks, whether it's Kels Robinette, whether it's Case Online, because I'm sure questions will be had about that. But uh, just shocking how little he played because Bruce has been so married to playing Mac through the good and the bad. Um, Antonio Gordon struggled coming back. He's still coming back from that surgery or shoulder injury, um, did not have his best game. Two points, a one and two from the field, only one rebound. And rebounding, honestly, is where this game got out of hand. Um, again, at one point, K-State was leading. It was touch and go for a little bit before Texas Tech went on a run. And, it, and honestly, it comes back to offensive rebounds. They grabbed 14 offensive rebounds, and they tripled over tripled K-State on second chance points. Um, and again, you can't do that. When K-State is shooting as poorly as they are, uh, 28% from three, you're not going to be able to compete when you're giving them so many extra shots. And again, K-State turned the ball over. I believe this might be a season high 20 times. Uh, you're not going to do it. You're giving up that many second chance points. You're just giving the ball away on 20 possessions. David Sloan, four. Cartier Jada, six. Xavier Sneed, three. I mean, you can't have those from juniors and seniors and expect to be a ranked team. It's just not going to happen. Um, again, there's positives. You can see you can see the horizon. You can see where K-State will get back to being a tournament team um, when you take the core of Antonio Gordon, Dejuan Gordon, Montavious Murphy, you can see it. But, you know, you, you you don't get wins off of looking to the future. Um, and, and sadly, there's just so much of the season left. It's going to become taxing at time. It's going it, it's going to get ugly. I, I hope Bruce can keep things together because, again, you didn't see this team check out. You saw the emotion. You saw the fight down to the very end. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, if I were in their shoes, I don't know if I'd be able to keep it up. I mean, I'm, the, these guys, I'm sure, are more mentally tough than I am. But it, it's tough. You're sitting at 0-4. You have a losing record, and it's not going to get easier. You have another game on Saturday versus a ranked opponent. I don't see where the wins are going to come unless something's going to pop up. And eventually... The, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still kids. They're 18 to 22-year-old kids. Eventually, it's going to be a toll on them, and it's going to be Bruce and that coaching staff's, honestly, the, their biggest task for the rest of the year is keeping the young guys bought in because the talent's there. K-State will get back to the tournament. I truly believe, even as I'm sitting here and I've seen how this go, has gone, I truly believe that come next year, they could get back to the tournament, even though you're going to be losing McCallway Maywing. You're going to be losing Xavier Sneed. You might be losing 
uh, Cartier Jada as well. But you see the talent. You see the high pedigree of this recruiting class coming in. Uh, and maybe I'm being a homer. I don't know. Feel free to tweet at us. Let me know if I'm if I'm just being too much of a homer. But I don't know. I don't know. I I'm still hoping. I'm still hoping it turns around um, next season. It's definitely not. Uh, this season again, I think the quick take hot takes are going to get repetitive. It's going to be uh, a very similar script, I'm afraid, all season long. Um, but ride with us. Let's see what can happen. Uh, tweet in what was the most encouraging thing from the game. Tweet in what was the most discouraging thing from this game. Uh, let us know your thoughts on um, you know how this is going. Do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? Do you think we're going to be able to get back to postseason play next year? Or do you think that this rebuild is going to be longer than we want it to be? Um, tweet us your thoughts, and uh, that's all we got. Uh, I believe Grant will be coming back on the show uh, for the Sunday-slash-Monday show whenever you listen to it. Uh, keep tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. We love you guys. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, makes the good time sweeter after you get through the bad. So hopefully there's uh, some sweetness coming next season. Maybe there'll be a game or two that pops up this season, but you know, you got to ride through the bad to enjoy the good. So uh, we love you guys. Uh, keep riding. Sports Social Podcast Network.